This is the Living in Fierce Alignment podcast, your go-to place for mindset transformation, self-empowerment, and personal development. I'm your host, Kayla. I'm a mindset coach for ambitious human beings who are wildly passionate about up-leveling themselves so that they can live a limitless life with ease. I'm here to show you how to create the life of your dreams and powerfully step into your full potential, and of course, live fiercely. So let's get started. Welcome back to the Living in Fierce Alignment channel. My name is Kayla, and today I'm interviewing one of my friends and fellow coaches, Bree. She is a coach for spiritual entrepreneurs. We are in the process of doing a human design program together, so we connected online and decided to record a podcast episode. So, Bree, I would love if you can tell us a little bit about yourself, share some of your passions, and then we're just going to take the conversation from there. Yeah, hi, I'm so excited to be here. Um, my name is Bree Couric, and I am a business coach for spiritual entrepreneurs. I li- currently live in San Diego, and um, part of my journey actually getting here was I have a, a long history of working in marketing, and a couple years ago decided to go off on my own as a business consultant and a marketing consultant for online entrepreneurs. And 2020, as it did for Most, if not all of us, shook a lot of things up. And one of the big things that I realized was that I had built my business in a way that just was not in alignment with myself. I was overworked, I was overtired, I was stretched too thin, I lacked boundaries with clients, like right and left. And so part of my big lesson in 2020 was just like, well, my learning was that I needed to build, if I was gonna build a business, it needed to be for myself. And so part of, that journey included basically letting the business that I had built just burn to the ground in a way. (laughs) And, um, and I just vowed to myself to, if I was going to build a business, it was going to be my way. And so that started towards the end of 2020 and through just internal work, through working on myself, through just everything that kind of opened doors for that. I, Got, well, I knew about human design. It has it was something that really sparked my interest a few years ago, but it kind of like went in and out, in and out. And then as soon as I saw this certification, I just knew it was something I needed to do um, for me to like fully actually embody because I am a 5-1 splenic projector who was raised 100% as a manifesting generator. <laughs> and so I like, I just knew, like I've always had the the challenge of like the, doing what I was conditioned to do, but then also knowing what the being a projector was supposed to do. And so I just decided 2021 was the year that I was actually going to like live my design and like test that a little bit more. And so part of that was committing to the certification and just committing to myself. And so I've been rebuilding my business in a way that is much more aligned and it's so much more fun. We were just talking about this, Kayla, like how um, it's so important to do things that are fun. Yeah, I don't, I feel like I've kind of been all over the place, but that's kind of what led me to today where I work specifically with, I mean, I help other businesses, other uh, entrepreneurs, specifically spiritual entrepreneurs. I give them the tools that they need to build their business in a way that's aligned with them where they know the best practices. They have like frameworks and tools and templates, but it's, it's more of an intuitively guided way to build your business just knowing what best practices are instead of being told like you have to do this x y and z and this x y and z it's kind of like 
giving them what they need so that they can make the intuitive decisions in terms of what they build in their business. I love everything that you just shared because it's funny this morning I went for a walk and I was just thinking, I came home and I was journaling before our recording today. And I was just thinking how I'm really in the process, especially because of human design. I feel like we're really going to sell human design in this, uh, this episode. <laughs> <laughs> but I was just really paying attention to this whole concept that you were sharing around intuitively building your business and going off and becoming an entrepreneur is not for the faint of heart. It really does take the guts and the will and the passion and the love and just the willingness to fail and learn and fail forward mm -hmm. to really grow something that you love, right? And I think one thing that you're pointing out that's so important is that if you look at the corporate world of being very structured and rigid and masculine driven, like masculine mm -hmm. energy in the sense of doing things X, Y, and Z, like you said, I can still see this pattern showing up in the entrepreneurial space where it's like, okay, you need to post at this time. You should have this kind of copy. You should be doing this on your website and so on. And then we get caught up. It's like the shadow of the corporate world is, is showing up. Oh, you know, for sure. Yeah. So when you're just talking about having fun and being creative, like that's a very feminine energy. And I think that this is something that is really starting to show up in the entrepreneurial space and like with human design and learning how to show up in your own way is like so beautiful. So I'm really excited. I'm really excited to talk about this and so many other things with you because I've also been on that journey where I've worked. I'm a 6'2 sacral generator. I trialed and errored my way all the way until 30 <laughs> like last year. And there's been a lot of just trial and error and figuring out like, okay, no, this, I want to do my own thing and do it my way. So I'm, I'm really excited for this conversation. And I think it's amazing. It's not often that I see coaches online that are business coaches, but it's like, I'm going to help you intuitively know what to do rather than this is what you should do because it worked for me. Yeah. A hundred percent. I just, because I mean, just because my background, like before I started my own business, I worked for digital marketing agencies where my clients were like big banks and oil companies and like all sorts of everything in between. Like that was another, that's a whole, maybe another story for another day, but like and it was very, like, from the agency side, it was very one size fits all, where we'd get a new client, and it was, like, very much, like, you need to do X, Y, and Z, and you're whatever, it was, and I just, like, oh, it, like, hurt my heart, <laughs> you know, and it's, like, not even that I was that passionate about the clients, but I was just, like, this is, honestly, it was kind of boring for me in a way, because I'm, like, great, you do one thing for one, you do it for all, like, maybe you just change the branding colors and the ads that you're using or something, but, like, I just found that extremely boring, and also, like, well, first, and then second of all, just like coming more into like, as I went into the entre kind of took off on my own and now work with a lot of online entrepreneurs and there's just so many different ways to build a business. And there's so many, like, I think what I, what I bring from that is at least like, I understand kind of what works and what doesn't, but it's like, it's the same. And I know how to do things in an efficient way. Whereas like, you know, I, cause I think a lot of people, when they start their business, they still have their nine to five job. They still have fam, you know, family and personal life and things like that. So it's like, you know, a lot of the people that I work with are like, I have this great idea, but like you're being told, cause you hear all these things on the internet, like you need to write these emails. You need to like, you know, send so many emails a week. You need to like, you know, do this on social media, like on Instagram and Pinterest, like all these things. And it's like, so just kind of being like, okay, if you have only an hour a day, like these are kind of the things where you want to start. The other thing too, is just like, we were just talking about, um, is really being 
like energy forward and like what is your energy like allowing you to do today and that has been a huge like that's that was my big 2020 learning that I'm like helping others and what's beautiful about working with people who understand spirituality is like they kind of get it or like maybe it's compartmentalized where it's like in their lives they understand like you know how to kind of work with energy but then when it comes to their business they feel that masculine like pressure and so kind of working with them to help be like okay maybe you know if your energy is fantastic and you're like feeling super creative like that is the time to maybe work on some social media but what are the things you can do if your energy is kind of like meh like you have time but your energy is not great like what are the things in your business you can work on that's so you still feel like you've done something but it's like not you're still kind of working with your energy in the right way and it's been really fun doing that and it's fun kind of just like pulling bits and pieces of the past past version of me and like being able to actually help people with businesses that I like truly, truly believe in and like know are doing really great work in the world. That's so cool. And I love what you shared because just listening to you, as we dive deeper into human design and you being a projector, when I was learning about projectors from our manual, from the program that we're doing, it was very much like projectors are like the key holders. Like they see this bird's eye view of the most efficient way and just strategies and implementations and how to do things with ease and you're meant to guide people through that which is literally what you're doing I actually kind of have chills right now saying that because <laughs> it is it is what you're doing and that is how you're helping people and this is just literally the perfect example of someone who's creating their business and living their life in alignment which is it's so exciting like that just lights me up you know so yeah it's it's fun. I don't think, I don't remember, I think I told you this when we had, or like back at the beginning, but when I discovered human design, I felt like I, I just knew before I even knew anything that I was a projector because I was like between the waiting for the invitation kind of thing and just like understanding that I just have a certain way of seeing the world. <laughs> and that also is my defined uh, Ajna, but I think that it just, yeah and it took a long time for this to kind of come together like i said i've been through many i'm not like i've been through iterations of my business and i feel like it's finally i'm finally starting to connect the pieces of all the experiences i've had in the past and like all the work that i've done in the past and so it's been really it's been really fun and like for sure human design has been a big thing with that just understanding how to balance my energy and not be so because i grew up as an athlete like a really competitive athlete so it's like everything was so masculine focused so like really trying to like balance that out more which human design has helped with but it's also a whole different journey of like pulling in more of the feminine and the fun and the creative um aspects to things has helped with that too yes so let's say i have talked about human design a little bit on my podcast channel but let's say people are listening they're like what the heck is human design how would you define it so i'll i'll, I'll invite you to share that and then we'll kind of, I think we'll continue to talk a little bit more about human design. Yeah. Um, so human design, oh my gosh, where do I even begin? It's called the science of differentiation and it is basically the unique energetic blueprint that you were born into this world with. So the way the, the cosmos were aligned in a way, in that way, it's very similar to astrology, but it also incorporates things like the I Ching, the uh, Chinese I Ching, the Indian chakra system, astrology, obviously. Um, and then there's other like very scientific thing, uh, components such as biomechanics, quantum physics, and I'm forgetting some of the other things, but it's like, takes a lot of different systems and a lot of different like, and just kind of combines them all together. And basically when you were born, you had a certain, like certain set of 
energy, like cosmic energy that kind of like, I guess, imprinted you when you were born. And um, just, you know, and what it, what it tells you is it basically is the, I would say almost like the map or the like, it's almost like the treasure map of like how to just interact in the world and how to use your energy um, within the world. Like what are you, what ultimately it's like, how do you use your energy in a way that kind of flows with the universe and like how, and it also gives you clues as to like ways that you're going to use your energy that like are really going to like be enforced or like work against the way the universe works for you. And so in that way, it's like, I love it because it, it applies on so many levels from a personal level to like a business level to like helping me what a huge thing that it's done for me, which we were talking about before we even hopped on live is that like how you interact with others. And it's given me so much more empathy for the people in my universe when I kind of understand these things about them. You know, people that I used to have strenuous, like not strenuous, but just like eh, kind of weird relationships with that like all of a sudden it like just opens up my mind and I'm like, oh, I understand this so much more. And it's just given me like so much more empathy towards the people that I interact with day to day too. Yes, that's such a beautiful description. And I just, that's something that I really love about business is that, and just spirituality is that there's so much gold in understanding energy and how to use it, right? And I think if we look at people, like we experience energy on such a different level that when we understand how to play with it, and how to work with it, then it really does create more of a flow. And I, I just remember when I learned that I was a sacral generator, like sacral generators are, so the generators are a majority of the population in terms of human design types and same with manifesting generators because they're meant to be the action takers, right? And so we're recharged by doing what lights us up. And so I literally spent the first 30 years of my life, like I've worked so many different jobs I've changed careers like in the last couple of years, like I was a teacher, I was a personal trainer, now I'm an entrepreneur, like a coach, and I know this is what I'm doing for the rest of my life, but doing things, like when we really pay attention to our energy, when I think about the first 30 years of my life, I spent a lot of time doing things that didn't light me up, and I just was doing it because I thought I had to, and it was, oh, you should go to school and study this, and you should do this, and you should mm -hmm. do that, and you have to work and save money and trade time for money, and there was so many beliefs ingrained from society that I thought, oh, it, it makes sense. Like I'm struggling now and this is how I feel, but you know, I'm going to get the treasure pot at the end of this for all my effort and struggling. You know what I mean? And it doesn't have to be that way. And I think that this is literally the new realm that's opening up in the entrepreneurial space is understanding like, no, <laughs> let's pay attention to societal norms and expectations that have been like painted over us our entire lives and actually understand your own energy instead of just continuing to do what you're being told to do for the sake of it. For sure. And I think like there's layers to that because I feel like people even that I've worked with, you know, they're at different, like what I love about human design is that it can be implemented as simply or as, like with more complexity. And so there's people who still, you know, work their nine to five or their moms or parents and like they have all these things. And it's like you can take it as simple as like the highest level. And as long as you just start implementing that, like that will make big changes. And I think just using like little clues of like, even if you still want and want to keep that date, like you're, you're wanting to start your own business, but you still want to keep that security of your, your day job, your corporate job, like that's okay. Like you can still find ways to use, like, for example, when I was starting my business, but I still was working in the corporate world, like 
I was just taking bits and pieces. I'm like, how can I make each day a little bit better? Like by finding, you know, for me being a projector, like eight hours of intense work every day was just, I was doing it because I'm an energy projector, but man, oh man, I would come home and just like crash every day. And it was pretty miserable in that way. So it was like, how can I still do my job, but structure my day so that I'm only doing like three hours of work a day. That's like the intense work and then still doing my eight hour day, but like trying to like structure it so that it like fit more. And so what I love about it is like, I guess like one of the things I feel like there's a lot of human design is a projector. I feel this a lot where it's like, you can only work three hours a day. And I'm like, that's not necessarily the truth. Like you can make things work in the life that you're choosing to live, like whatever is incorporated in that. But like, just, you know, or like, if you're feeling that like out of alignment, those out of alignment cues, like, is it, you know, what is that specific, and like honing in on what that's specifically for, instead of just like blowing up your whole life, like, is it about one aspect of your job? Is it about the whole job? Is it about like a certain thing in your life? And just kind of like using, using those tools, like to meet, they can meet you wherever you're at, so to speak. Like you don't have to blow up your life to be living in alignment with your design. You can like use the tools with wherever you're at and like they'll help you get where you're trying to go no matter how deeply you apply them and that's one of the things I love most about the system too. Yes so can you share let's pretend that I'm sure that there's going to be people listening to this who maybe have a business idea and they want to start but they're still in a nine to five like what are some what would be your first little nuggets of advice or guidance that you would give to those people listening right now? Yeah I feel like I mean if you actually have a business idea, like I feel like so many people feel really overwhelmed because they're like, oh my God, there's so much to do. But I feel like one of the first things I tell my clients is like just having so much gratitude for the, like if you have an idea you're really excited about, like that's a huge thing because so many people like want to start their own businesses and they have trouble finding ideas. So I just, am always like take a moment of gratitude right there because um, that's amazing. And I think from there, <laughs> one of the things is just trying to find, like it's, we were just talking about, it's all about energy and like also, you know, time can be energy too. So trying to carve out certain times of, or trying to protect or find times to carve out like that good energy to work on that business. Because some of the things you have to do at the beginning of the business, like whether your ideas, idea is a product or it's like who you want to serve and how you want to serve them. Like a lot of that's like heavier energetic lifting, so to speak, to like really hone in on, cause you're doing a lot of strategy stuff at the beginning. So just my, my tips are usually, or like advice is usually to just try to find ways to protect or like hold space in those like high good energetic times to do some of the things that you do as you start a business like thinking about who do you want to speak to like what messaging are you using like what what ways do you want to deliver your gifts like are you someone who likes to work one-on-one and like playing with that so if it's really brand new and you're just like you want to just practice like do you know free or low cost just to like practice what you do and like kind of get some confidence there like try to like protect that time that you have where you're like in that really beautiful, creative, like good energy to like play with that. Cause I think that'll give you a lot of answers as to what you want to do and what you don't. Um, and then obviously, I mean, depending on how much time and what you have going on in your life, that can be more than others. But um, yeah, because a lot of, I mean, I feel like that a lot of the first things, like once you have an idea is like, so you have an idea, like, who are you helping with that? Like, who are the people you want to work with and like would benefit most from what you have to offer? And then 
Like, how are you delivering it? Are you someone who loves working with people? Are you someone who likes to work more one-on-one? Are you someone who's like, you know, wants to be really visible and fun on like things like social media? Or are you someone, you know, it's like, and kind of just getting really clear on that. Like, I feel like a lot of that's very reflective too. So maybe some of that time is like just being really reflective of like how you want to do things because ultimately if you're building a business, like if you're going to go through the energy and the work of building your own business, like it should be something you absolutely love because if it's not like, why would you leave that nine to five job in the first place? You know, if you're just going to build something you hate, like why not just stay in that nine to five job? So I feel like, um, and that was a big realization I came through, through a lot of like the 2020 stuff I went through. But um, I think that's kind of the biggest thing is just like finding out, like figuring out how to like protect and hold space for that energy. So you can like really hone in on what you want to do and how you do it. And then a lot of the like tactical things will come from that. Like, I think when you spend time, like good protected time and that energy, like the tactical of like, you know, the more of what you need to do comes from that, you know? And um, of course there's like things you can, ways you can go and things you can follow. But I think it's really just important to protect that time because I think especially those of us that have the full-time day jobs, those can take all of our good energy. So by the time we have space, you know, it's like we're dead and it's really hard to make progress on things. Like this is my experience for sure. This is why I say this, like my day job used all of my like good energy. So it was really hard for me to make progress for a while in my business because I was like just not in great energy when I had time. And so that's kind of, I guess that's where this whole tangent has come from. (laughs) No, but what you just shared is so critical and I'm laughing because this is such a this is such a projector lens in the sense of like protect your energy right because for example for me i'd be like just do what lights you up (laughs) but obviously that's like (laughs) that's like coming from a sacral authority of that's how i get my energy in business but one thing that i do really think is important to hone in on from what you shared is just the underlying tonality of what i'm hearing is just boundaries like really Mm -hmm. having healthy boundaries and really honoring what it is that you're committed to creating and just treasuring that, like really putting it on a pedestal and and protecting it and taking care of it and nurturing it because ultimately that is what will like feed us moving forward in our business. And I think that coming from the corporate world, we don't get to set boundaries. The corporate world Mm -hmm. sets boundaries. Oh, you work nine to five. These are your set holidays. This is how much you're making an hour. This is what you can or can't say in an email, right? Like yeah, we're for sure. used to having those boundaries put on us, but now you're saying like create your own boundaries and your own love and just intention with what you want. And I think that is, I think that's so important and that's such a powerful like energetic space to come from. Yeah, I mean, it's definitely like lessons learned the hard way and like maybe projector reflections on lessons learned the hard way for sure. Um, Because I think, I mean, and and it's just making goals from where you're at, you know, it's like if you only have 30 minutes a day or you can block off four hours on a weekend, like that's it, you know, and if that's it, then that's like whatever that commitment is to yourself, like do whatever you can to protect it. Because I feel like it's, and this may be coming because boundaries have been a thing in all aspects of my life, like it's been a big lesson for me in this lifetime and just like yeah holding just holding that time really sacred even if it's 
you get to that time and you're like, you know what, like, I don't feel my best, but like, at least you maybe know, okay, well, I do need to like build out this landing page. That doesn't need my highest level of energy, but you know, at least I can do something like in having ideas of what you can do when you do get to that time, even if your energy is not the best, but it's still protected time that you can like make progress in ways on your business. Like that's a lot of things. One of the things I work with too, a lot on with my clients is like, okay, even if, you know, we all know we're not going to be in the best energy all day, every day. And sometimes when you get to that project, like protected time, it's like, I'm just exhausted or I just don't feel there. And so it's like, what are some of the things you can like have like on your to-do list, quote unquote, like, so that you still feel like you're productive when you get to that time. And, you know, cause like, you don't want to just beat yourself up if you don't like you get to that creative time and it's like, you're just not feeling great. So that's a lot of what I work on too with, cause I have a lot of clients who are projectors, a lot of manifestor clients, a lot of like the non-energy type clients. And I do have a lot of, like, I do have generator and manifesting generator and they're like a whole different thing, but it's, um, yeah, I guess that's where I come from. Cause I work with, I work with a lot of people who are similar to me in that way. <laughs> I love that. And you know, what's so funny, Breen, I think I told you this is that I, I'm literally a magnet for splenic projectors. I <laughs> like, I have a, like you're a splenic projector. My boyfriend is, I have a couple clients in a group coaching program. They're all splenic projectors. My one-on-one -on -one oh clients gosh. are splenic projector. Like everyone is a freaking splenic projector. And I just think <laughs> it's so funny because I'm getting better at coaching them with using like pay attention to your strategy like tap into your spleen like understand you know different ways to ask for an invitation or wait for an invitation like mm -hmm. it's 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 really it's a really beautiful journey through that and um one of the things that you were sharing that i think is really important is that i'm i'm hearing this tonality of creating a space where you can play in the gray area again just removing the black and white like i have to do x y and z at work, you know, this needs to be done and this is how I should do it. That's still the corporate vibes. You know what I mean? Like coming in and having a gray area, like you said, the to-do list or the manifestation list, whatever you want to call it and knowing, okay, I can do this today or this, that's how, that's the energy I have. And the other thing I think is so important that you were sharing is just really not underestimating the little actions that we take on a daily basis, because mm -hmm. ultimately that is what creates the big picture. And it was funny because yesterday I had something um, come up on my, so I meditate daily. Like I've meditated almost two years straight and it's just like classic generator, like doing awesome. something every day. <laughs> yes. And so in my head, I was like, oh, Kayla, like you have this one milestone, this unbroken milestone of meditating like 624 days in a row. But then I went into the app and it started to show me all, it was like, you've hit 108 milestones. And I was like, what is this? And it was literally like every 10 days, hundred days, 50 days and so on. And I thought, this is such a good metaphor to talk about in business where it's like every time you show up on Instagram stories, every time you create a post, every time you do a podcast interview, every time you take an hour to create that landing page, those are literally all the little milestones that add up together that create a quantum leap. Like people think quantum leaps are just like something that happens like overnight and it's not. Mm -hmm. It's actually like the foundation of these little milestones that are so important that we underestimate because we just we get captivated by the end result, right? Totally. Well, that's, I mean, that, and to be fair, like, that's what most people see is just the end result, like, uh, you know, of their, the people they're following on social media and who they talk to, like, that's what we see. And it's so like, for me, for a while in my business, it was just like, I was scared of being on camera, like, in, you know, like being live on Instagram. So for me, it was like, for a while, I wasn't doing much in my business, except 
like I wanted to go live two or three times a week just to like get over the fear <laughs> of being live. And like, that was my big, that was like my big goal for like a couple months, probably more than that. I can't remember. This was a couple years ago, but it was like, I don't care about anything else, but I know to create the business that I want to create and like the, the brand that I want to create, I knew I had to like, just get over that fear. Like that was just one thing that I focused on. And it's like, but, and now I can hop on camera and I feel great about it, you know? So, or, I mean, as great as you can be, there's always some nerves for sure, but like it just sometimes it is just little things and they might not be fully focused on like, I mean, you know, it's like, what can I do to like launch this huge program? Sometimes it's like, what are the little things that help you like, yeah, like you said, just build the foundation, the building blocks, like the thing, the things that really scare you, like, but that you know you need to do, like, what are the little things that help you make progress in that area? It's huge, like, not to be underestimated, it might feel like little things, like me going live, like, a couple minutes at a time, like, was so scary at first, but it's like, and that was only, like, a five-minute commitment at the most by the time I start talk and like save it to my Instagram you know but it still is like those little things that make huge differences yes and one of the things I think you just share that's really important too is when it comes to showing up like I I have a friend of mine that I met through Instagram and she's a manifesting generator and she never goes on video ever like she she's a blogger and a course creator and so all of her content is like you know, selling little mini courses and bundles and posting online. And she has like a growing audience. Like she's gained, I've only known her for a couple months. She's gained over like 1300 followers. Like she just, the way that she shows up is so unique. And I was so thankful when I met her because a lot of the things that I heard online was like, you have to show up. People need to see your face. Like you need to do lives like three times a week at this time. And it's just, you know, if it doesn't feel good, there's, I feel like when you, when you get into the spiritual side of business, there's this there's a distinct line that may not be distinct at the beginning of this doesn't feel good versus this scares the shit out of me, but I kind of know that I got to do it. You know yeah. what I mean? Oh, a hundred percent, a hundred percent. I like, I relate to the, cause video for me was definitely that second one where I was like, this scares the living shit out of me, but I know this is something, whether or not like going live all the time is part of what I want to do it's still something, it's a skill I want to be comfortable with because there might be a time or there is a time that I need to do it. But then like on the flip side, you know, there's a lot of sales tactics that are really widely promoted that I hear them and I'm like, mm -mm, like I just, that does, that does not align. That's never going to align. And um, because there's so much of that, like really icky sales stuff, that's like really, I mean, I feel like the trend is turning, but for a long time, like a lot of those really icky kind of online sales tactics were so huge. And I was like, I just don't see my, like, that's just a no, like, that's a hard boundary for me that like, that's just not how I'm going to be. So I, I can see, and I think like, that's where it's really good. And why I love working with spiritual entrepreneurs or just spiritual people who have that idea like that might not even consider themselves entrepreneurs is that it's so much easier for them to tap into what that line is like even though it's kind of a learning and it might not it might be kind of fuzzy for a while but at least like there's the awareness and the like ability to kind of go inward to like understand like those two areas because I think it's really hard to understand because you feel fear or you feel the like negative like the about things and it's really like you have to decide you know there's like different things it can be and so like people who already 
you know, are used to meditating or are used to like writing in a journal or just taking time to like think about like what thing, you know, what their feelings actually mean. Like that gives them, I mean, when it comes to building a business, that's a huge head start. Just like understanding what your feelings are telling you, which is like, so not a business thing, but it like, it, it so is at the same time. Oh my gosh. Yes. Yes. And one of the things that I really love is that when we were talking about the difference between that doesn't feel good, like that's not how I want to run my business versus this is scaring the shit out of me and it's probably good for me. One of the things that I love to do with my own clients is that when you feel that fear, consider that it's literally just feedback that you're going into an unfamiliar territory. Like you're about to take action that you've never taken before. And it's just literally your brain is like, we're going into an unfamiliar place. I don't know what's going to happen. We should probably not do that because it's just trying to protect you. Right. Oh, hundred percent. So yeah. in that moment, it's literally, there's literally an opportunity of a, you either back off and you just stay in the comfort zone or B you're like, Oh my God. Okay. I'm about to do something I've never done before. And if I do something I've never done before, then I will produce a result that I've never had before. And mm-hmm. this is, this is literally why you hear people who have had success in their business and have scaled and grown. And you just hear them all the time. I made that investment when I didn't think I was ready. I, you know, showed up and I did this when I just knew that it was going to freak me out, but I did it anyway. Like there's those moments you hear people push through the uncomfortability, but they knew that it was just a fear of feedback. Don't do it. But it was the next level step to take. Totally. Totally. I relate to that on so many levels for sure. And it's actually funny because I've, that exact message has been coming up so much for me just like through conversations and things I've been reading and things like that so I just I feel like it's almost a message I need to like continue to take because I've been hearing it so much yeah Yeah. (laughs) like it's I just yeah I just I love the idea and like of doing things like you to if you want a result that you is something you've never done you have to do things you've never done and that doesn't necessarily you know but with that, it's like, but w- like, what actually are the things that feel right to you? Because I feel like, again, that's kind of like a mis-messaging that's like out in the, the online world is like, you have to do this and you have to do this. And it's like, that's, you know, you have to overcome your fear to do that. And it's like, but some pe- people know, like, whether something feels good for them or that's the way that they want to like build a business or be in integrity with themselves. Like ultimately that's a big thing with business too, is just being an integrity, like, you know, and this applies to all things like the boundaries you set and the, like, you know, just how, how you offer, you know, the, what you're selling, like all these things like come back to that. And I feel like people intuitively know that. And so it's like the intuition muscle is so valuable in business and just like strengthening I mean that's like a huge part of my day is like doing that like every day I start you know through meditation and things like that is just like because that's going to guide you where you want to go ultimately yes and I think what people are missing is they see business as a black and white thing where it's like okay you either have a business or you don't so then if I want to have a business I have to do what the other business people are doing but the thing is, we forget that they're all doing it differently. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> like, they're all doing it differently. And there's so many different strategies. And, like, the day that you, you find someone that resonates with you and you click and it works, like, that's because that was aligned for you. That doesn't mean it was the end-all, be-all. Mm-hmm. 
And I think that's so, true. that's so important. And for example, you know, you're, you're building your own coaching business and you're going to be tapping into your splenic authority and respecting the fact that you don't have endless amounts of energy, like a, a manifesting generator or a generator with their cycle defined. Right. Whereas for me, like I'm building my business of what lights me up right now? Like, what can I do right now? And that I'll work an eight, nine hour day at my nine to five. And then I'll be up until 1130 at night and then get up at 70 on the next day. Like that's just how I'm meant to grow my business. But the funny thing is, like I said earlier, the reason why people think, oh, I have to hustle grind is because the majority of the population has that mm -hmm. single defined their generator. So then that's the messaging that goes out into the world. And then that's why people like reflectors, manifestors, projectors, like they, they get burnt out and they don't get to be fulfilled because they're trying to live like the majority of the population that has this, this access to energy. And this is why human design is so important and it's actually going to blow up in the business world. Like I know this and I'm really excited for it. I feel like we got our foot in the door at the right time and it's like so spiritual and it's all about energy and it's so unique and it's so inclusive that way. And it's, it's just a tool, right? It's not the mm -hmm. end all be all. And I've seen this online where some people are like human design isn't inclusive and you know, it's telling you how you should live your life. And it's like, no, it's actually so fluid that it's just, it's literally inception. Like it's just endless the way that you can understand your different centers and how you get affected by the cosmos of the day or by the people that you're with. And mm -hmm. it just doesn't stop. It's so, it's so fluid, which is how our souls are meant to live. Right. I just went really deep there for a second, but <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think I, I just totally, I mean, I just agree with that. I, I think yeah, there's so many of us and myself included that, you know, we're trained to be very much like that generate, like that endless energy thing. And, you know, for me, it's been like, that's how I used to live my life and things. I just felt like I kept banging my head against the wall, like when it came to my career and my life and things like that. And so that's been a huge learning, but I, and I totally, I just like, one of the most interesting things is like, as a 5-1 splenic projector, I've met other 5-1 splenic projectors and they are all we're all different like and so that's kind of the thing is like it's not what I like about it versus like things like the Enneagram or like other personality I mean because this isn't a personality thing but a lot of people associate that with it and it's like you could have almost a very similar design but it's like how that applies to you is like it's just a kind of a it's like a layer. It's like a found, not, not even a foundation, but it's like a layer of who you are as a person. And so it's really fun just kind of seeing the application of like certain designs and how they play out in like the, this physical world. Yes. <laughs> um, and I, I think it's just, yeah, that's absolutely what I love about it. And like just understanding, cause it, it's not, I agree with you. And I'm like, I still think I'm kind of conceptualizing like what, what does it mean? It's kind of like, it's an invitation to like play with certain things that you see and like things to kind of lean into. And I mean, ultimately, what is it? The human design experiment. It's like about just trying to like playing with it. And, and even though you're told one thing, like it could be that, or it could be that with like a little layer of something else or like, cause there's so many different facets. It's like, I might be a splenic, you know, splenic authority, but depending on some of the other things in my chart, like the way I interpret that splenic authority could, could have like 
a little sprinkle of something else, you know? And so I, and like, I'm still uncovering that for myself and it's fun to like uncover that with other people too, because it's not just, I mean, I, I think we can all agree. It's like just the, like, we all love to have types and like associate with types, but then it's like the application of what those types are like those you know, buckets are, is like just so different. Um, and I think that's just really fun to uncover and because we're all unique. It's like, we have things in common and there's, I love that there's like guidelines with human design with that, but it's like, there's also the application is so different at the yes. same time. Yes. One thing that you said that I think is really important that I would just want to emphasize, you're talking about the personality tests and whatnot. And it's funny because I did one when I lived in Toronto between 2016 and 2019, and I showed up as an ENFJ. Is this the, the first, I did oh. know, like 16 personalities website. Yeah, Myers-Briggs. Yes, Myers-Briggs. Myers and then, so that was ENFJ, which is extrovert and then whatever else the other letters mean. And then I did it again in Vancouver now like this year and I showed up as an INFJ so introvert which I'm like okay that's the thing where those personality tests like they could show up differently depending on how you're feeling that day so then you're like I'm not sure if it's accurate but the thing with personality is if you break the word down personality it's personal reality it's how you experience your reality and so what I love about human design is that it's more inclusive in the sense, like literally on a daily basis, you will energetically experience yourself in your life. That's much different than any other person, no matter what their chart says, what type they are, what authority they have, what channels they have defined, what gates or centers they have defined or undefined. Like it's just so, it's so fluid. And I think it, it really allows and give permissions for humans to have this robust, like uncapped experience of life rather than just being on a train track that's going one direction in the direction that you think you should be going. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Oh my gosh. I love that so much. And I never, the person at your breakdown of personality, I've never heard that, but I absolutely love that. Yeah. I didn't make it up. I will give credit to whoever said it, but it's something that just like stuck in my head, like your personal reality. I think it was Joe Dispenza, actually. Yeah, your personal reality is like your, your sorry, your personality is your personal reality, reality, like how you experience your life, because that's how you show up, like you respond based off of your reality, right? And it's just like, totally back, and then you keep showing up a certain way. And yeah, it depends on the people that you're with. So yeah. Oh my gosh, that's so it makes a lot because I've taken those tests too, like over time. Like, I think I even took that Myers-Briggs for the first time when I was like in fifth grade, like back when I was 10 years old. And I mean, it's, it's changed every time I've taken it. <laughs> so I like, I don't know. I don't, I'm not, I take those kinds of tests, but I don't know that I'm like not a full believer in any of them or like take it. I would say I don't take it as like the gospel, so to speak. But um, I mean, I think they're interesting in a way, but I love that human design is different because no matter how your personality changes, like that's this your design is still the blueprint that you kind of operate off of it's just it's like an instruction manual more than like you know just like I said how at the beginning like just how to use your energy best how to flow with your energy how to interact with others and like gives you empathy for other people like understanding them yes because the those little anagrams and or, and whatnot of the personality tests that we're talking about I I gave this metaphor in our group chat for a program but I was like our type and our birth chart, like, you know, the chart that we get from human design is like a cake. And then the energy and that that we experience throughout mm. the day, the people that we're with, the cosmos, and the planetary alignment of that day 
is like changing the icing, right? And so that's why I love it because I think it's just so inclusive. Whereas when we do these personality tests, it's like you are these four letters and this <laughs> is how you're going to interact with the world. And so I just, it's just so deep, right? So yeah. I love that about human design. Really loved our conversation today. And I'm hoping before we wrap things up, I know that you've got a couple of exciting things coming up. If you could just share a bit about that and then share where people can get connected with you on social media. And I'll have all of that in the show notes. Awesome. Yeah. Our timing of chatting is really awesome because I'm about to launch a free mini course all about how to use human design to build an aligned business. And that's launching, if not by the time this podcast launches within a short amount of time. Um, and then I also have a bigger like signature program all about how to use, it's the combination of marketing strategy, the tools and templates, but completely aligned with your human design and like interacting with like how to build a business and like build a business and marketing strategy that is in alignment and intuitively guided and it's actually going undergoing a name change so I don't have that so the best way to uh, get more information about that is just to follow me on Instagram at Brie Couric. That's awesome thank you so much for sharing that and I really loved our conversation today because I I always I always end up talking about business on my podcast channel and I feel like I've gotten so much freedom from becoming an entrepreneur that if I can share this message and like have people on like yourself to share, you know, what's possible of growing your own business and how it can be your own unique experience. Like I really love these conversations. So I just want to thank you for coming on today. Yeah. Thank you so much for having me. This has been so fun. I feel like we could talk for like three more hours. I know. Right. <laughs> oh my goodness. So with that being said, I want to thank the listeners for tuning in today and definitely follow Brie on social media. You can find that information in the show notes. And if you listen to this episode, share it on social media. You can tag us both. And of course, please do subscribe, like, and leave a review. And we will chat with you in the next episode.